Jasmine, what have you, like, been up to, like, this weekend? Like, I listened to some music and I, like, read a bit and, like, it was so much fun. But, like, what did you groups, like, what did you do? Oh, so, like, I went on the computer and I, like, texted my friends and it was, like, so lit. And it was, like, the best thing ever. So... If you are incredibly observant, you may just about have noticed that we used the word like quite a lot just then. And indeed, this is something that I've recently been getting told by certain people, parents, that using this word apparently makes me less intelligent than the rest of the human species. Yes, and that's funny, Yasmin, because my parents have also told me many times that the word like makes me sound stupid. But I've been thinking about the word like. And I've come to the conclusion that it not so much makes me sound stupid, so much as it is simply the filler word for our younger generation. I think the reason our parents look down on the word like is merely because it's not a word which belongs to their generation. And they could be looking down on it because when they're associating it with the younger generation, they also associate it with things like inexperience. And therefore it makes us less intelligent and less wise than them. Do they have a point? We'll find out. When I complain to my father about how wide the generation gap I feel is, he opened his eyes wide at me and said, Oh, but Ali... You don't realise how much wider the generation gap was between my parents and their parents than you and your parents. So that would be my grandparents and my great-grandparents. And I thought, no way, that can't be true. But then he explained that after the victory in World War II, everyone was on a high. The soldiers who hadn't died felt as though they'd quite literally dodged a bullet. And all of these young men who came back from the war had just wanted to have children. There were, you know, babies everywhere. And this meant that in the 1960s, there were loads of, so 20 years later, there were loads of youths everywhere, youths walking around, 20-year-olds, who hated their parents and everything their parents stood for. Uh, and so they rebelled by going to rock concerts and wearing neon clothes. They hated, they hated how socially conservative their parents' generation was. Um, you know, this idea of the father, a businessman, kissing his wife off as he goes to work and then his wife cooking all day um, and doing the laundry. They thought, I don't want to live like this. That's so boring. Um, and so they sort of had a cultural revolution. And so... In my dad's opinion, at least, the generation gap now between the youth and adults is a lot smaller compared to the generation gap um, 60 years ago. I actually disagree. I think the generation gap between us and people older than us is the same, if not greater, than it was back in the 60s. Those uh, social movements you mentioned can very much be seen in parallels to how very much young people are very impassioned by things like the climate change movement, whereas older generations seem to take a bit of a step back from that. And I also think technology has played a huge part in widening the gaps between the generations today. Even, oh yeah, that's true. Yeah, even things like, uh, for example, TikTok. 
even people who are only a couple of years older than us, who some people might say we're in the same generation of, they completely don't use this app. Whereas I definitely know that people our age and people younger than us do. And it's crazy to me that even when traditionally we would be considered to be in the same generation, people are doing completely different things. Yeah, I think that's a good point. It's it's interesting to think about how, yes, maybe our parents did go to rock concerts like us, but they didn't have computers, they didn't have phones. So in that sense, I do agree that technology has widened the generation gap of the present day. But even if they did use technology and computers and stuff, I think the generation gap can clearly be seen in the fact that our parents use things like Facebook and Twitter, whereas our generation use things like Instagram and Snapchat. Like, I don't know about you, but I don't know anyone our age who uses Facebook as their main form of social media. My mother, at least, doesn't know on blooming earth what TikTok is. And I think it's important for parents not to look down on us just because we might use Instagram or Snapchat or, God forbid, TikTok as opposed to Facebook. My parents scowl every time I say the word Instagram. Um, And this really irritates me because it's just another app. It shouldn't make a difference if it's Instagram or Facebook Just because I'm younger and happen to use Instagram shouldn't mean it's an inferior app to Facebook just because it's not of the generation of my parents. Another thing you mentioned to me previously, Groups, was that your father said that parents back then were a lot more distant from their children, which contributed to a wider generation gap. And I partly think, actually, I think a lot of that was to do with gender roles. In the past, it was very... I think it was socially acceptable for fathers to not be, I'm talking about fathers here, to not be that emotionally invested in their children because they were seen to, for their purpose, to only be like the breadwinner of the family. And it didn't really matter if they weren't that invested in the housework and the emotional upbringing of their children. And in fact, I think it was rather like encouraged, especially if fathers had sons, that they were supposed to teach their sons kind of to be very stoic and to take all emotion at hand. So they couldn't seem to be very emotional or caring. Like that's not to say parents didn't care about their children, but I think that's why it was a lot more widespread for for fathers especially to be quite emotionally distant from their children. I mean, there are studies that show that fathers today spend three times more time with their children than their parents ever spent time with them. And that is quite shocking. And I can see why your father would think that the generation gap is shrinking because the time spent with children is just so much more now than it was before. Yeah, I agree. And I also agree with what you said about gender roles. I think... As adults um, are caring less and less about conforming to the strict, you know, the strict father and the sweet ladylike mother, um, fathers in particular are are beginning to realise that they only have one shot at being a father and it's a really special opportunity. Um, So from my perspective, at least, the generation gap is lessening as gender roles are weakening and parents are becoming closer and closer to their children, which is very heartwarming. I'm happy to report on some good news about the world. But I'm interested, Yasmin, as a Japanese person, 
How does the generation gap in Japan compare to that of the Western world? And also, is it growing or is it shrinking? I'm really interested. Personally, I've been watching K dramas, and from what it seems like to me, the generation gap is a lot wider in Korea than in England, for instance. Um, and this is reflected even through the ling linguistic devices of the Korean language.、Um, they have these things called honorifics, which is sort of, I think it's, it's the, you have to change the way that you conjugate the verb depending on who you're talking to and how much older they, they are than you, and therefore how much more respect they deserve. And this is also the case with how Koreans refer to each other by name. For instance, the word hyung in Korean is what a younger male would call an older male who he's close to.、Uh, and it's actually considered rude in Korea if a younger male does not refer to his older male peer as hyung.、Uh, so personally, I sometimes think it's a little overdone or can be. In Korea, and that perhaps these strict respect formulas are too rigid, and the generation gap between young and old should be thinner. But,、um, Yasmin, what's your perspective? I think in Japanese culture as well, this tradition of kind of respecting your elders and where you are in terms of age is a very much a thing. Like, for example, in school, you would refer to anyone older than you as senpai and anyone younger than you as kohai. And one theory this Could be, which I was discussing with some Japanese friends and relatives, was because even now, but more primarily, even like a hundred years ago, it was very common and still is to have all three generations live under one roof. And therefore, the grandparents, the parents, and the children would all have very much set roles about what they do in the house and a very traditional hierarchy of respect in that regard. My mum also said a similar thing to your dad, though, and which she feels that the generation gap has become smaller just because the world in which my grandparents lived in was a lot more different to the world she lived in when she was a child compared to her childhood and my childhood. And a large example for this is when my grandmother was graduating from high school, she was dissuaded from going to university from her parents very, very strongly, despite her being very smart and top of her class, for reasons such as. You will never be taken as a bride if you go to university. It's better if you just get a, like, go through, go to a job now because that would mean you'll be married, have a happy family, et cetera, et cetera. But by the time my, it was my mum and her siblings' time to go to university, my grandparents were completely fine with them going. And the world was a lot more forgiving in that regard with a lot more female students in universities and higher education and such. And, you know, when I, if I decide to go to university, I'll be given the same choice whether I want to or not. And I think in that regard, my mum feels like there was a lot more of a difference between her mother and herself rather than her and me, which I guess is understandable if you look at an example like that. And I also think this is another example about how, with gender roles becoming less important, the generation gap is also very much getting smaller because it was the gender role of women having to be a stay at home, happy, you know, homemakers that probably encouraged or rather. Was the reason why my grandmother was so discouraged from going to university. And although these gender roles still do exist today, I think they have a much lesser impact on the choices we make today than they did, say, even 60 years ago. Although, on the topic of gender, 
I do think there's a whole nother can of worms where do older women get less respect than older men just because of, you know, sexism in the everyday world? And I think that's really interesting. What do you think, groups? I agree. I think that gender does play a large part in how much respect people receive. And I actually think that in Korea, this can be seen linguistically because for instance, last week I was watching a K-drama, <laughs> surprise, surprise, and uh, the main character, male main character, was talking to his girlfriend's mother, and he said, 안녕하세요, and 네, which means hello and yes. And then, uh, a few minutes later, he had a conversation with his girlfriend's father, and I noticed that he said, 안녕하십니까, and yeah, yeah, instead of ne. And both of Anyonghashimnika and ye are much more formal than what he had said to the mother. And I thought this was interesting and also I was a bit outraged by it. You know, they're both the same amount older than him. Why on earth should he speak more respectfully to the male than the female? So <laughs> I think it's interesting to discover how Gender also plays a part in how much people respect their elders in the East. I think another important thing we need to discuss is the fact that we as young people have never... I don't think in history had that this much influence over anything, and this goes hand in hand with technology. With the internet, we have so much power to be able to voice our opinions freely because the internet, but on its own, it doesn't care if I'm a teenage girl. I can still make a podcast with my friend and put it on platforms and I can say my own opinions. Whereas even 30 years prior to get these opinions heard, I would have had to write to some businessman running like a radio network and they could have easily just dismissed me and not put my opinions out there. And as we become more powerful as a generation not just because we have the ability to put our opinions out there unlike many youths before us but also because we as the people who are very on the internet and very good with the internet in terms of we can figure out how to best use it to our advantage people have to more and more have to take our opinions seriously in a way that they've never had to because we can have so much influence on the internet which is now becoming our biggest source of media information it's so important to our daily lives now that it would be very foolish for people to not take our opinion seriously yes and i've noticed that as children are becoming more and more critical to society and given more respect from their elders which in my opinion is a very good thing um children are beginning to respect their elders less and less, in the Western world at least. Um, and I myself, as my parents will know, I'm very much guilty of this. Uh, but I, I'm curious, Yasmin, to know what you think about this. Where do you think the middle line is between respecting your elders and being on an equal level with them? Do you think, as children are given more say, the line between older and younger is becoming too blurred? Do you think it needs to be more steadily reinforced? What say you? I think we definitely shouldn't idolise our elders, but I also think criticising them 
is not the way to go, especially if we don't like being criticized by the older generation. So why would I do it? Why would we do it to them? You know, respect, I think, is the way to go. And from my own experience, for example, me and my mum, we have very different tastes in music, right? But she still comes with me to see my bands that I like, even though some of the people in them are kind of the same age as me and she has never heard of them before. But, and I also go with her to see her weird 80s electro bands or whatever. And even though I might not like the music 100% of the time, both of us kind of, it makes me feel respected as a person. And I feel like I can be more open with her and I don't feel judged for sharing my interests with her. And in that way, I definitely think respect and open-mindedness are very important things when it comes to breaching this generation gap. Because now I know more about her generation and what their interests were. And she knows more about mine. Well said, Yasmin. And may, may I also just comment that your relationship with your mother is outstandingly cute. And I'm sure all of our listeners can agree with that. So I have an acronym for you all. And that is CCR. C. Communication. C. Conversation. And R. Respect. Because at the end of the day, I think that's what it all boils down to. The older generation respecting the younger generation but also the younger generation respecting the older generation so that we may all live peacefully. Although we would like to add that even though we are talking a lot about communication and respect, it is not going to stop us from blaming everything wrong at school on the New Year 7s. Some generation gaps are just not meant to be breached in that way. Absolutely not. Intimidating the Year 7s is one of the top joys I get out of life, I can assure you. So, those were our mildly scandalous takes on Generation Gap this episode. And it would mean a lot if you could tune in in future weeks uh, where we, will, we shall be discussing other scandalous topical issues. Yeah, we really wanted to thank everyone who listened to our podcast and shared it. It really does mean the world to us. And any feedback is also greatly appreciated. Just let us know whenever and we'll make sure to hear it. Anyway, back to the podcast. You ready to end this thing, groups? Over and out. <laughs>